Greetings and welcome to the Recombobulation Area. My name is Dan Schaefer. Thank you for joining us. We are very excited to be joined today by restaurateur, developer, community leader, chairman of the Home Crew Coalition, Omar Sheck. Omar, thank you for being here. Welcome great, to the Recombobulation Area. great to be area. here with you, Dan. <laughs> so uh, just to give our listeners here a little bit of context yeah. uh, about how this conversation <laughs> came together. We had, we had a little bit of a disagreement on yeah. social media, uh, talking about the issues, though. Not a personal disagreement or anything <laughs> like that. Uh, just a disagreement about an uh, issue involving the what we've dubbed at the Recombobulation Area, the Beer District. Yeah. Um, and so we had a little bit of a Twitter back and forth about that disagreeing about a piece of the deal that involved development around American Family Field. Uh, Now that the deal has been signed, part of that deal involved a study to, you know, kind of examine what the possibilities might be for development around American Family Field. Uh, And the story that I commented on that kind of kicked this whole thing off was from A.J. Bayapur at CBS 58, uh, where you spoke out in opposition to the beer district. So you have this role as the coalition chairman of the Home Crew Coalition, and obviously you're going to be involved in a lot of those conversations. So I'll ask you the same question now yeah. that I asked on Twitter, which is, you know, even before the study happens, yeah. you're voicing opposition. Why? Why wouldn't uh, we seek, you know, leverage, seek to leverage this massive investment to have a direct impact on the neighborhoods surrounding the ballpark? And why are so many leaders in this town so opposed to progress? Well, you know what? I'll say this. I, I, I should probably shouldn't have said I'm in opposition of it. I don't think that's fair that I said that. Um, I, 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 I actually might be for it. I mean, let's see what these studies come up with. Um, I just don't think whoever is going to do the deal can make financial sense of it. Mm-hmm. I just don't. You know, it's a, it's a 27-year extension to the lease. Uh, brewers don't own the land. They don't own the building. State-owned, right? Um, normally, on a deal like that, a lot of people don't get that too. So right. The but state it, owns the lots. The state owns the the, the facility, not right. the team. That's yeah. right. And so, um, you know, with a 27-year runway, that's not a very long time for a developer. There's a lot of developers out there that are going to put in tens or hundreds of millions of dollars towards something. You know, they really want to see a land contract with a 99-year, you know, lease, right? And so, right. Right. I just don't see. I, I just don't see how you can make financial sense of it. I think it's on an island by itself over there. Listen, in a perfect world, you do the beer district, you build Menominee Valley, and you tie downtown. Uh, believe me, I believe in growth of neighborhoods that would tie us together. I just don't see it happening. I just don't. So I shouldn't have said that I'm, I, I don't want this to happen. But I do have my reasons, too, that we can talk about is that, that there, I think there's pros and cons to it as well. So maybe instead of opposition, would skepticism be a yeah, better way to characterize 100% that? skepticism, 100%. Okay, so let's get into that a little bit. So, yeah. you know, if the state is going to make this investment, this half a billion dollar investment yeah. in American Family Field, we're already, you know, seeing what some of that investment is going to go toward. Yeah. Why wouldn't we, you know, and, and if the goal of that investment is the larger economic impact of it, which yeah. I'm not denying either. I think there are some people who say, you know, that... that uh, investments in stadiums have no impact. I, I'm not saying that either. Okay. What I'm saying is, though, is that why not see that investment in the neighborhoods immediately surrounding the the stadium and in West Milwaukee and West Dallas? And I think there's a whole lot of potential on you know the west side of Milwaukee in Milwaukee County. Uh, I, why, I don't, why not? I don't invest in you, know, you leverage that investment to make some meaningful change in the neighborhood surrounding it. I, I don't disagree with that. I don't. I really don't. Um, 
I think it's it's going to be a lot more difficult than what most will think, especially the beer district area. I mean, it's also like under the parking lots, there's a myriad of mechanicals and utilities underneath there. Right. So when you start digging up the ground and you have to move all the mechanical like utility, what is the cost there? No, it's, it's an unknown as well. And so there's so many, this is such a complex and, and, and complicated um, thing. Believe me, if, if there's a way to build those areas around it, everybody wins. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, you know, let me step back for a minute. So I was a business news reporter for many years before I started the recombobulation area. I was at BizTimes Milwaukee for a while. I was yep. at the Milwaukee Business Journal for a while. Yep. You know, there's always so much optimism in the business community about big developments, about big projects. Yeah. And I think that's what struck me with, with your comments and comments from others in the business community about this potential beer district, where there's skepticism about this project where there's optimism about certain others. Why do you think that is? Well, I, you know, it's a little bit of what I talked about. It's kind of on an island by itself over there, right? So let's take a look at the beer district over here, or the deer district, right? Mm-hmm. That's, that's, that's been a massive development in a lot of different places. Um, we're in the center of downtown here by the by the Deer District. Um, you got the convention center. You have 2,200 hotel keys within six blocks, 1,900 apartments or whatever it is. In the, in, and you've seen a lot of turnover on places there, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's in the smack center of downtown. And so, um, it, you know, I, I, I will say I'm skeptical. Um, do, what I, what I, do I think if something works and somebody's willing to invest in it and have something work? I think it'd be a great thing, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I reached out to some folks in, in the development world about this and okay. um, one, some of the statistics about, you know, kind of larger trends in the Milwaukee metro area, I think are interesting and relevant to, to this discussion. So um, one of the statistics was that the Milwaukee metro currently has just a 5% vacancy rate. It's the lowest in the country, uh, fourth lowest in the country uh, among the uh, 50 largest markets. Um, and, you know, just overall looking at the, the need for to build new housing in the Milwaukee area. I think there is a strong need. Uh, and, and so, you know, and I think one of the places that has done well in recent years with new development is West Dallas, right, right around the corner from, um, from, uh, from, you know, American Family Field, where, where a potential beer district could be. Um, so why not seize that opportunity to, to build something like housing around, around the beer district, around the stadium? I wouldn't be opposed to it. Yeah. If you can find a developer and somebody that's going to invest that type of capital and it makes sense to them, <clears throat> I'm not opposed to it. Okay. Yeah. But, you know, the, the study and all of that, um, that, that the brewers will be conducting, um, you know, are, are you hopeful that that would, you know, produce a better understanding of, of what, what exactly we could we could see from this project? I mean, that's the goal. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I think, you know, I might be talking a little bit about out of school here because, you know, I, I haven't done any of the feasibility studies or anything like that. And nor am I really, you know, one of those very successful developers. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm a restaurateur by trade. Right. Um, I'm starting to invest in different types of real estate projects, but I'm not a I'm not a big time developer. I'm really not. Um, <clears throat> but I but I do think it, it has to make financial sense for them. And I think that this study is going to, you know, hopefully they can come up with a feasibility study that says, hey, we can make this work and you build something. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, one of the I things. <laughs> you're, I, I, I doubt it. To you be doubt, honest. you just don't think the numbers I, I will just, add I up. I just don't see it. I don't see it. Again, I'm not a true expert on this, but, yeah. you know, 
Hopefully it does. Well, what's the, what's the main thing driving your skepticism? Is it just the, the difference between, you know, the downtown Deer District versus a West Side Beer District? Is, is that it? Or is there something else driving that it takes skepticism? It a massive amount of um, capital. And again, I talked about, a little bit about the, um, uh, the Deer District, but also, you know, the utilities under the ground. Um, but there's other things like, you know, you, you want to say about some, a lot of that land for tailgating culture because that's mm-hmm. really important to a lot of people as well but about 94 right and i think it's brewers boulevard and the uncertainty of 94 too and i mean there's just a lot of different things and moving parts and it's um it's going to be interesting to see that the study yeah i think I, you mentioned the the you know the, the highways around there too we're obviously in the middle of this um discussion about expanding i-94 yeah. in the east-west corridor uh and perhaps reimagining the stadium freeway the the two-mile spur going north uh, of 94, which I've written many times about, you know, how we should tear down that freeway and, and reimagine yeah. it uh, as a boulevard. Yep. What do you think about that potential project and how it might connect to, you know, further development around the stadium? I don't know enough about it, to be honest with you. I mean, I, um, I haven't seen any of your articles. I actually will look at that article afterwards. Um, I don't know enough about it to really have an opinion at this point, to be frank. Um, but I, I do know that there are a lot of discussions around it. And there are some leaders that respective leaders that are for us. And so, but that, that also leads to some uncertainty in terms of what happens with the land, Brewers Boulevard, the freeway. That, that also is, should play into the mix in some of the decision-making here, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, one thing I, th- I saw in the news recently that, was, that I thought kind of piqued my interest, uh, and I'm curious just your, thought, your overall thoughts on it and your role with that Home Crew Coalition, was that the, you know, they... Part, part of the deal was to kind of reconstitute this stadium district board, right? And so, like, the yep. governor had certain appointments, right. the, state, the, the state senate had certain appointments, the yep. state assembly had certain appointments. Yep. And one of the ways through the governor's appointments was the brewers suggested uh, a number of people to be uh, on that. And one of the people they uh, suggested this suggested appointment for the governor from the brewers uh, was a guy named Michael Cantor, who works with Sterling Project Development, uh, a key contributor to the Titletown project in Green Bay. Is that a sign that the brewers maybe are a little bit more receptive to, you know, development uh, ar- around the stadium? I, I, I don't think they're ever fully opposed to it. Mm-hmm. I, I, don't, I don't think so. Um, I certainly think that that's a sign that they're taking a look at it and they're mm-hmm. going to do these studies. Um, yeah. Yeah, one of the things that I think is makes this an interesting opportunity as well, not only, you know, we have the, the stadium has maybe a little bit more parking than it needs, right? It has more, more parking than Disney World at, at American Family Field. We could debate about that. I'm, I'm not saying that we is should that, get, Is that a fact? Yeah, and that there are, more, there are more parking spaces at American Family Field oh. than there are at Disney World in Orlando and Florida. Okay. Um, I was just there in Florida, by the way. <laughs> It seems like there's a lot of parking spots seems, there. Seems but, like yeah. a good seems like a good time to be in Florida this time of year <laughs> yeah, in Milwaukee. For sure. Um, but uh, but yeah. So um, I think some have pointed to you know maybe the spaces that are you know east of 175, east of the the Brewers Boulevard there, yeah. close to the Menominee River. There's also that opportunity with the former Komatsu uh, site that is that is now vacant. Yep. Um, and so. You know, I think that's another piece of this that could lend itself to, you know, bringing in somebody with an expertise that has a title town development yeah. to look at the Komatsu site, look at some of those uh, parking spaces that were not even full for the playoff game, yeah. right, uh, to reimagine something. There's there. opportunity there. I yeah. think there's certainly opportunity there, and especially with the Komatsu site, too. I don't know how large that is, but I, 
<clears throat> Boy, how many acres is that? Do you know? I, I don't know the. It's, it's it's pretty massive though. And yeah. I, yeah, I certainly think there's opportunity. I, again, I don't. In all my conversations, I don't think the brewers are ever like, no, we don't want to do this, but mm-hmm. it has to make sense, right? Right. For right. all parties involved. Yeah. Um, so tell me about how you got involved with with the Home Crew Coalition. <laughs> sure. You, I mean, you, you know, walk I, me through just the timeline. I know you've been involved in so many different things involving, you know, sports and athletes and whatever around town for, for a long time. How did you end up with the Home Crew I, Coalition? I just, you know, I, I think I, I kind of get involved in just about everything here i try to I, I i don't know if i try to or it just happens right but with the brewers i mean you know i've been a lifelong fan of the brewers and so i remember my my parents taking me and the family and wearing the jerseys and going to the county stadium and and that was really what shaped the families and so to me you know that culture of going to a game together and the tailgating and all that was, was so important to me right and so you know and i also know that there's 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 so many people that feel that way and are passionate about the brewers um and honestly i don't i just felt that we needed to do something as and put together some leaders we just can't couldn't lose them you know i mean is it a net positive or net negative to keep them right it's net positive and and if you were to lose them they have other options to go other places um and not that they wanted to but we'd never have a major league team in there again now, it's a state-run facility. It's taxpayers' dollars, right? They, they own it. Well, what do you do with it then? You can do some concerts, but you can't... Uh, how many concerts are you going to do, right? And so, to me, I, I wanted to form a coalition, uh, become friends with uh, the ownership there, and, then, and, and Rick Schlesinger, the president and management, and I said, look, like, let me form this coalition and just work side-by-side side with you guys and try to spread awareness and education in terms of why we believe this needs to get done and and i understand there's both sides there's arguments to both sides but at the end of the day is it a net positive or net negative right i mean there's thousands 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 of employees we they 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 draw people from all across the country and all across the world i mean it's not just wisconsin right i mean i've met families from all across the country that come in for games because of five game series and what do they do then it's they stay in hotels and then what do they do? They spend money into the community. So all, all these other people from outside of here are, are spending money in for our infrastructure here in Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. And it just, to me, we call ourselves a world-class city. If we were to lose a major league team, how do we, how do we justify that? How do we call ourselves a major league city? Mm-hmm. So, so you were in charge of kind of piecing together the, the rest of the, the leadership for this as well? Yeah, I, I put together a okay. bunch of people on a coalition statewide, and, and some of these folks were lobbyists and some weren't. And, and it was just going out grassroots, and it was just going out and talking to business leaders. There's talking to any, anyone and everyone, and some of them were working in, you know, on some of the, with the state legislators and working, again, side by side with the brewers and just spreading awareness. And, Trying to trying to build this coalition to, to get support of why we need to keep the Brewers here in town. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I you know. Do you go to Brewers games? I do. Yeah, okay. I'm a huge Brewers fan. Okay. Uh, my family's been going to Brewers games. I have a uh, a chair from Milwaukee County Stadium do you really? in my backyard. So in your backyard? I, yeah, that's awesome. Uh, I've been I've had it since I was a little kid. You so went on an auction or something? Or? It was you know they kind of. Um, sold different pieces of County Stadium when okay. they were kind of disassembling it or okay. whatever, and I, I got it as a birthday present one year because I was a huge, huge baseball fan when I was a kid, so <laughs> I, I still awesome. have it in my backyard. That's awesome. Um, and so, yeah, huge baseball fan, huge huge sports fan in general, so obviously I you know, I do understand the, the value of that, and, and yeah. you know, just when my family gets together, we'll, we'll talk brewers and, and whatever it is, awesome. and um, 
But I also, you know, as a as somebody who you know reports on and, and analyzes a lot of public policy, I think there's there's trade offs, right? I mean, if we're spending five hundred million dollars on um, you know an investment in a baseball stadium, maybe we're not spending it on something else, or yeah. we're not giving it back in a tax cut, or you know, there's I get it. there's a variety of different uh, viewpoints that some might have on that. I think I, I think the the amount of money you know being spent on this, it's it's more than. Uh, the Pfizer Forum deal. And I think, uh, you know, and that was a deal that, that I supported um, at the time as well. But I think, you know, you have to look at look at what it's coming from as well. And, and you know, there are opportunity costs uh, built into all of that. Yeah, they're, they're a little bit of a different apples to oranges type deal, but I, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it, as you got involved with this home crew call, do you, is there like a time when you, did you volunteer to get involved? Were you, somebody reach out to you and were you like I, hired? Is this a paid I, I position? I don't remember. I, I just, I, I think I, I was, I think I was at dinner with some of the folks and I said, look, let, let me help. How, how can I help? Like, can I, let's form this volunteer, volunteer mm-hmm. coalition and work side by side with you and, mm-hmm. and just find a way to, you know, um, build support of this. So it was a volunteer coalition, a, not a paid it, it was a volunteer, position volunteer in any way. Okay. Yes. Um, so there was some news about uh, uh, about uh, American Family Field this week involving yeah. uh, a, a property you're a little bit familiar with. Yes. Where we're sitting right now at <laughs> Third Street Market Hall. Yes. <laughs> um, uh, so how, how did that all come about? Again, I think just all, everything in ideas always come through dinner conversations or conversations with friends, right? And too, so you know, they if you take a, have you ever been to Petco Park in San Diego? Have not, no. So what they do is they, they, they wanted to kind of elevate the ballpark experience with authentic and different types of ethnic foods and, mm-hmm. you know, restaurant groups where it's the actual restaurant group, their employees, their ownership of it. Um, I used to live in Seattle. They did that in, in Seattle they, a lot. Seattle yeah. does it as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, and so, so we just came up with this idea. So, you know, it's like, hey, listen, like, I actually pitched this idea, I think, 10, 15 years ago. To, to Rick, I think it was, and I was like, look, let's put sushi in the stadium. And mm-hmm. That was a long time ago, right? Yeah, yeah. And so I think, listen, people go to a ballpark and the tradition are burgers, brats, and beer, and, and that's great, and that will never go away. But I think sometimes there's going to be people that are like, you know what, let me try something else here, too, mm-hmm. because, I, because I come to multiple games a year, not just one game a year. And so the idea was to, to you know, draw more people your age or draw families that might want something a little bit different right and giving them a little atmosphere like third street has where there's a turf area you can play your little video games and just kind of a hangout area Mm -hmm. um that's by the local brews over there and and their other bar sure sure so it'll just be kind of a hangout area you can get you can food made from our vendors there so you know this is this is a great branding deal for us mm-hmm. at Third Street Market Hall, mm-hmm. we're not taking a percentage from the event. These are the vendors. The vendors own the, these units, okay. and so it's great for them. It's an incredible opportunity for them, for their families, um, and and also just to get their name out there to the broad stream of people. So if you talk to the vendors, which you're welcome to do, mm-hmm. they're incredibly grateful for the opportunity. And so this is, I think, it's going to be an incredible thing for them. Yeah, I and, it, and it really doesn't interfere with the beer district. I mean, this is when they already come into the park. They're already right. there in the lowest level. So, you know, it's not like it's going to get the pre or the post. And honestly, it's just a great opportunity for some local independent uh, restaurateurs. And like Anytime Arepa, Smoking Jack's Barbecue, Kambale, and Kawa. Well, I'm definitely excited to be going to Anytime Arepa when I'm, when I'm at the baseball game this year, for sure. Uh, big fan of the, Big fan of theirs. Uh, so I got to ask, though, I mean, because I think people are curious. Does, yeah. does this... So 
Third Street Market Hall development have anything to do with your opposition or skepticism with the beer district? Zero. Absolutely nothing. Has nothing to do with that at all. Um, And honestly, this was during that whole time. I mean, we really kind of came up with the idea around that time frame, but it was almost sort of afterwards. But it really doesn't interfere with a beer district. Beer district is getting the people pre really before and after the games. I mean, you're already in here with this. So mm-hmm. I will tell you, this is, for me, driven by, yes, we're going to get great branding for Thursday Market Hall. I get it, right? Mm-hmm. As a business guy, you got it. And, it's, and it's a branding deal, not a financial deal? It's a branding deal for Thursday yeah. Market Hall. Thursday okay. Market Hall doesn't make any money off this deal. Okay. okay. But the vendors will. And so providing opportunities for the independent vendors to get their cut, because they're going to own it, um, and, uh, and, and get their names out there, and get you know some branding out of it for them too. It's a huge opportunity for them. Mm-hmm. Huge opportunity. Okay, well, that sounds great. Yeah. Um, so, you know, just again, let's big picture, thirty thousand foot view. Um, when you look at the next, you know, the the duration of this lease is twenty seven years. Yeah. What would you like to see happen around in a best case scenario? Let's say you know that let's say the study says that development. It, you know, is is there's a great potential for development yeah. around this? What would you like to see happen in the next 27 years around American Family Look, Field? If, if 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 that if the studies come back, in again, I don't represent the Brewers. I know, I'm Omar, I know, right? But just my opinion. If the studies come back and say, "Look, this makes financial sense, and we can develop a apartment or whatever you're going to develop over there," yeah, I'd be for it, 100. percent I mean, you know, it's why wouldn't I be right? But Again, I'm a little skeptical. I, I, I hopefully it does. Well, that's why I'm talking hypothetically, I, I, just I as just, a best yeah, case scenario. Best case scenario, know. I'd love to see that happen. Yeah, I'd love to see the nominee value continue to grow, right? And, and as a bridge in between, I'd love to see West Milwaukee, which I've spent a little more time in and met with some folks there in the West Milwaukee areas, mm-hmm. that area grow. Mm-hmm. That's a perfect world. Mm-hmm. It's an absolute perfect world, and I'd love to see us win the World Series too. <laughs> that was that would be nice. That would be <laughs> having a parade like down. Per- talk about perfect world. <laughs> Having a parade down Brewers Boulevard or, or well, you know, I mean, you know. I, it's like, <laughs> and I know that some people may get mad at me for saying this, but, um, you know, we've made the playoffs the last, what, five out of six years, was it? I mean, you know, and, and they've made it four times in the history of the team before that and, and been in first place. I mean, you know, in a team with a, you know, we can't compare with payrolls that are three times more than us it's just not you know and so a lot of bites at the apple as they say right <laughs> right and i think this team is i mean we the playoffs five out of six years yeah of course yeah. do you want to go deeper yes of course but you know it's pretty we should be proud of like a team that's played really well and have been in first place and hopefully this is our year we'll see yeah absolutely all right let's so i'm wondering if, if since we have a little bit of time you said you had about a half hour here uh if i could give you a couple rapid fire questions on just sure. other big projects happening in sure, milwaukee of course all right. Uh, where do you stand on tearing down 794? I, I need to learn more about it, to be frank. Um, I, I'll, I'll be frank. My life is, and I'm not just saying this to avoid the question, my life is incredibly busy and focused on things that I'm involved in. I really need to learn more about it and be educated on it before I make a decision or before I give my opinion on that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I really don't know, to be honest, right now. And people have asked me that question. I'd like to be able to take the time to be able to do the research so I really know what I'm talking about here, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I'll get you a Recombobulation Area subscription so we can so Let's you can it. get some of the uh, some of the articles we're putting out on that topic. Let's do it. Since you're not chopping my head off today, then I'm going to do it. So. <laughs> um, okay. So the RNC is coming this year. Yeah. Uh, I know you've been an advocate for for the convention coming to Milwaukee mm-hmm. since the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you had an op-ed about this in the Journal Sentinel. You've been vocal about this in a number of ways. Since it's now very likely that Donald Trump is going to be the nominee, uh, giving that convention speech, does that change your perception of, of this convention at large or change your level of support for it at all? I, uh, <clears throat> I think all large conventions are good for a community. Um, <clears throat> I'm hoping for the best and hoping that, you know, that, that it's a very positive, incredible experience in Milwaukee. But I, what I have in mind is I have, I have in large part the, the hospitality community in mind, you know, and, and representing through the pandemic to stay open, you know, and, and, and not just being willy-nilly about it, like working with the Medical College of Wisconsin, working with ten, tons of other operators in the health department to form a criteria to keep them open. Now I'm looking at it like, look, we've gone through a pandemic, we've gone through tough times. You know, we really need a large-scale convention. We need that influx of money to come to a city. In addition to that, I mean, it's like you're talking 15,000 credential cameras. This is our chance to show Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. I want to be very reminded, I want to remind everyone I was very involved in the DNC as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah. And so... You know, for us also, I've been very involved in tourism from a state and city perspective. Your role um, with Visit Milwaukee and all And the that. state tourism council yeah, yeah. and all that. And, and, and so, you know, I know what this is going to do for future conventions. If mm-hmm. we can pull this off and, in Milwaukee, I'm so proud. I believe this city, right? The hospitality that we show in the city is some of the best in the country. And if we can show and roll out the, finger, roll out the carpet for any large-scale convention, we've got the shot to win a lot of conventions over the next few decades because now they're doing expansion $460 million completion of the convention center. I was mm-hmm. a little involved in that too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so, you know, we want these visitors coming here and paying for our infrastructure. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, like you mentioned, you, su- you said you supported the, the DNC as well and, yeah. and all of that. Um, but, you know, these are not necessarily normal times. Uh, not Donald Trump is not a normal candidate. Donald Trump has repeatedly lied about the legitimacy of Milwaukee's votes. And I think many people are very taken aback by that and, and say that this is not normal times. Does the fact that he has lied about the legitimacy of Milwaukee's votes bother you? I am on the host committee. So, you know, why don't we have another interview after the RNC? Okay. <laughs> is that fair? Yeah, sure. Yeah. I, I'm just, you know, just as a Milwaukee and as somebody yeah. who cares about this city and, and yeah, and yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Does it bother you that that they've lied I, I, about I mean, the I, legitimacy know, of our votes? You're wearing a MAGA hat, right? I mean, I no, I know, like, I, you know, and I know you're trying to put me in the corner with this I'm question. Not, I'm, I'm just, I yeah, think yeah, it's an but, honest question. But I, I, yeah. Why don't we, why don't we do the interview after the convention and hopefully a lot of the hospitality and hotels and restaurants and, and the city flourishes and then I can give my opinion on that. Absolutely. And I'm happy to give you my opinion after that. All right, sounds good. Okay. Looking forward to that conversation yeah. too. Um, other big project that, that launched this past year, uh, the new bus rapid transit line, which comes right by 3rd Street Market Hall. I take yeah. it here often. Yeah. Um, what are your thoughts on, on bus rapid transit in a big picture sense? And do you think you know, downtown businesses like yours could be doing more uh, to promote this new offering? No, I think it's a very positive thing. Yeah, what's the name for it again? What's the term for it? I forget. The Connect One is the name of the line. Uh, just Bus Rapid Transit, I think, is, is the... I thought there was another name for it for some reason. So, but, yeah, no, I mean, I, it's, it's, it, could be, it could be a really good thing, for sure. Um, 
you know, people people approach me on, on topics all the time of how I can get behind it and how I can support it. I'm not out actively looking of how I can support certain things. I just don't have the time, but that's one thing, I, that's one item that I do, would support. Okay. Uh, there's been a lot of proposals this past year for concert venues uh, in Milwaukee. Are there? The, one in the, <laughs> the one in the Deer District. There's yeah. one in the, I guess what they're calling now, the Iron District. Yeah. Um, you know, just as somebody who's involved in events and restaurants and all that, I'm not asking like is you know are you involved directly uh, a part of that, but what, what's your what are your would, just thoughts I'm, on I'm it? I'm a little involved in, in all of it, right? Okay, so, right. So you know, SR is a good friend of mine who's doing the the um, uh, Iron District over there, and it's a very positive thing for the city. I mean, when you're building a soccer stadium, and you're going to draw people and bring people here, and and, and the Bucks deal over there with Live Nation. You know, I, I get it; they're the eight thousand pound gorilla, but I was in support of it. Mm-hmm. I was in support of it because when you build a sixty million dollar facility. Um, and you don't get a penny from the city or state in terms of subsidy, and you're going to draw people here for mm-hmm. clearly, I, I don't know, I'm not an expert in the concert business, but there's got to be a niche for it for these guys to be invest that much money into it. Um, I, I really, really, really hope it doesn't hurt the other operators. I don't think it will from everything I've heard. I've heard that Madison, they were really opposed to them going there, and then everyone's still in business and thriving there from what I've heard. But look, I'm good friends with Matt and Gary, mm-hmm. you know, and so... Mm-hmm great guys and what they've done for the city is tremendous right Mm -hmm. and so um kind of involved in it all and and hopefully you know everyone still continues to thrive and then Potawatomi's building one as well yeah 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 so (laughs) it might be running and reaching a saturation point of concert venues here uh but you know yeah it's gonna be interesting um this is a question I like to ask a lot of people like like yourself what's something about Milwaukee that no one is talking about that people should be paying more attention to Oh boy, that's a, that's a, that's a good question. I guess I'd have to think about that one. I mean, there's just so many positive things happening here, right? Yeah. Um, there really are. And uh, I wrote recently that this I'm more optimistic now about Milwaukee than any time since I've lived here in the last I, you know, almost 15 I'm, years. I'm more bullish on the city than I've ever been, and and I think right now what we need to be talking about more is and, and honestly speaking, really being more in support of our mayor Chevy. Of, of Kevin Johnson in support of, of, of David Crowley, our county mm-hmm. exec. I mean, I don't think that, you know... I think they're pretty likely to get reelected. so, yeah. Uh, yeah, and I, yeah, I'm certainly going to contribute to both and do everything I can to help both because they've been, they've been awesome, they've been brilliant, and they've stood up for things, and they've, they've certainly been leaders, right? And they've reached across the aisle to have meetings in order to, um, you know, ensure that this city has long-term sustainability. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And, and, and so, you know, it's... I, I think... Right now, with new leaders that are reaching across the aisle, and my goal is, you know, I've voted for both sides of the aisle, and I don't even know what I am, to be honest with you. I, I don't. But I think that we need to be really, truly working together more in order to really accomplish great things. I think it happens more than people think, mm-hmm. but on the big ones, we really need to come together more, and it's it's a little scary at, at times, and we're living in scary times, but when you see leaders like that, and, and, and leaders on both sides can put their egos aside and actually get together to get things done, that's what I'm all about. And that's why I am in the mix for certain, some of these things, is I think I'm reasonable. Most think I am. Um, and I like to try to bring people together to, 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 to present solutions. Awesome. Uh, any other big picture thoughts on, on the potential beer district, on development around the stadium, about no, Milwaukee? I mean, look, look, in a perfect world, it, it would be a positive thing, Dan. It really would be. Um, so if you come back with studies and there's developers and there's people that want to invest in it, invest in the neighborhoods, something has to happen in West Milwaukee. There's no mm-hmm. doubt. There's no doubt. I, I, you know, so 
I don't even remember what I said in, with AJ Viaport, to tell you the truth. That was, I was going through a really rough time in my life with certain things, so I was lacking sleep, and I don't remember if I said I was, was it, did I say I was like opposed to this happening, or did I say I'm, I don't think that this can happen? I think you said you were, the, the report characterized the, what you said as opposition. Opposition, okay, well, I, I take that back. Okay. All right. We're making progress here. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah. I just think, you know, the mayor has said this too, is that, you know, we don't want the area around the American family field to look the same at the end of the lease as it looks at the beginning of the lease. I think that would be a missed opportunity. Would you agree? Yeah. I mean, for sure. I I really do. Will that happen? Again, I'm skeptical. I yeah, mean, it yeah. has to make financial sense. Yeah, oh, I think it's more than fair to be skeptical. But I think, yeah. uh, I think, I think it would also um, lend a lot of uh, support to the overall um, potential, right? To to, to be optimistic, 100%. to be I mean, to be positive. You see about it working this. in other yeah. cities. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it, tremendously. So I, 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 you know, I really do take my statement back. But listen, I'll do the deal if I win the Powerball. You got my word. If I win a large sum of money with a power pole, I will do that development around the stadium. You got my word. Okay? All right. Sounds good. Well, that seems like a good a place to end as any. Omar, thank you so much for joining us today at the Reconpopulation Area. Thank you, buddy. Thank you all for listening to this podcast. If you'd like to read any portion of this interview, head on over to the Recombobulation Area at thereconbobulationarea.news where paid subscribers will be able to access a full transcript. The Recombobulation Area is a reader-funded, independent online publication covering news and politics in Milwaukee and Wisconsin. Subscribe to help support our work. Thank you for recombobulating with us. We'll see you next time.